episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and we are back. We missed a week, but we're back. We're back, back, back. And we're all here. We're all in our residences. Two of us in the wonderful state of Maryland, and I use wonderful with air quotes. One in the glorious Republic of Texas. Goon, how are you, sir? You know, I'm I'm doing well, but what I wonder is, how do you all breathe this dense air? <laughs> Who would you say you all is? That would be that would be uh, uh, all y'all, you and uh, and and Crutch, because I've been breathing thin air for a week, and uh, um, there's too much oxygen down here. It's a, it's a little thick for you. So you uh, that's right. You were in the lovely mile high city of Denver, Colorado. I was, and I was up in the mountains. Uh, uh, I think we averaged every day about seven, eight thousand feet, except for the day we went to Pikes Peak, where we averaged fourteen thousand one hundred and twelve feet. Did not you get the you IPA? But I, I did not drink at the at the Summit House. That would have been a bad idea. Really? I, I was woozy enough. Uh, literally okay. walking from the train into the little cafe was an effort. Well, I'm, if you spend a significant amount of time, eventually your lungs will, you know, adjust and, and then you won't be able to come down. Like the bends kind of thing? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I did I, like their... What did you like? I said uh, on the on the train ride down, uh, they assured us that they have uh, uh, three braking systems. They have a dynamic braking system. Mm-hmm. They have a mechanical braking system where a big metal rod goes into the cog to stop it. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work, they have a spring-based uh, braking system. It's called uh, Manitou Springs. And if that doesn't work, why, there's always Colorado Springs. <laughs> <laughs> How long can you tread water? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not as comfortable as I was going up. <laughs> Why do we have three systems for braking? Because we couldn't think of a fourth one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's that's that reminds me of um up and down the hills over here in, in western Maryland. Um they have those those truck off ramps. When the truck loses their brakes, you know, they go driving up this off ramp thingy with loose gravel and everything. The videos yep. of those are terrifying and, and crazy to watch. Fun stuff like that. But um Yes, they don't um, have any in hmm. in uh, Colorado. They had one on I seventy, yeah. where you know most of those go up a hill, right? right? Yep. The one, yep. okay, yeah, no, no, not this one. It was just flat ground with uh, you know, six feet of gravel. Hmm. hmm. And I looked at that and went, I would want to be, and it was right next to right where the emergency lane would be on the highway, and I'm, I moved over. <laughs> Good times. Ah, so chief, how are you, sir? How are things with the uh, slightly more populated uh, Shea Chief in the beautiful Republic of Texas? Well, uh, the population here still isn't big enough for them to put it on the sign. So, <laughs> you know, adding the six people that have, have shown up here wasn't enough. But I, I will say two, two things that were funny. One, uh, we, we breathe freedom air here, so... It is as light or as dense as you need it to be. And two, ah. uh, since we're off of a highway, a, a state highway, mm-hmm. uh, things come barreling down here. And if people 
some people do not pay attention. There was an 18-wheeler. So I, as you know, I drive a Prius, so I do zero to 60 in about five hours. How, how, how is that going over with your Texas neighbors? Uh, they have stopped making fun of me now that uh, gas a- is astronomical. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you at first I'm pretty sure there was a lot of mocking, but as the price got to five bucks, I'm like, that boy had an idea, didn't he? So <laughs> has the price gone down for you guys? A little. I, I've yes. been gone for two weeks, and when I came home, it was 15 cents cheaper. So I guess it's a little, you know. What so are you paying? What are you paying there? Because I'm at four. I saw four ninety nine. Uh, we have uh, four eighty seven. We're at four fifty. So and and I I remember because it was four fifty at at Moe's or whatever Murphy some, something whatever the Walmart brand is, and and I looked at it and said four fifty I would never pay that. What has the world come to? And then I saw across the street it said four ninety nine. I was like, that's right, four fifty is a good thing. So, so I went. <laughs> So there's there's this one uh, station called W, and I don't know if it's Bush related or not, but that thing is still at 529, and we're like, who on earth even goes there? So we're thinking that it's a drug front or something because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they don't have any gas. Just just drive on. But maybe uh, it's like the, the one in Columbia. There was always this one ga- uh, Exxon gas station over in Columbia that was always like twenty or thirty cents more than what everybody else was charging. They're by the way out of business now. Big you know shocker. There's there's a shock. That yeah, business but, plan didn't work, huh? Not so much. So there was an 18 wheeler as I was uh, leaving my driveway, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and he was at the edge. So I know the speed limit 70. I was like, I should I should be able to to get out there and get it well before he gets to me. Well, I don't know what he was doing, but he apparently wasn't paying attention because I saw him coming really close, and I had I had made it to 60. It was like a quarter mile, and I was finally up to 60. I know. You know, I still wasn't at the 70, but then it looks like he started paying attention because I saw him jerking all over the place and I heard the air brakes going off. And I was like, bro, are you serious? I mean, it took you five <laughs> minutes to reach me. How how did you not <laughs> see that I was here? So that's the only that was the only incident. I know that the older Ogren has, has almost had multiple people run into him because uh, there's a big thing about put your phones down because there's no speed limit. And I remember... Just today, we were coming from church to go to Home Depot, mm-hmm. and I was doing 85, and I could not catch the, the truck, the 18-wheeler ahead of us, because <laughs> the right lane is the drive lane, and the left lane is pass. And I was like, all right, you know, this thing tops out at 99. I was about so, to say, you just spend the whole day with your foot pointed like a ballerina. <laughs> so I get you I, some toe shoes. Exactly, little wooden things at the end. <laughs> I couldn't understand it. I was like, how, how is this truck going this fast? And if anything happens, there's no way this truck can react in time. There, well, everything's big in Texas, even the crashes. This is true. They, we, we saw some roaches and we were like, are those, are those beetles? And they're like, no, those are roaches. <laughs> yeah, it was, these things were humongous. So now we have an, uh, an electrical racket to take care of the... <laughs> unknown things that fly at us because there are three things that our house is abundant with mm-hmm. black, black widows brown recluses which we never see and mud daubers and before we were What's killing the mud, mud daubers dauber? a mud dauber is a wasp that hunts 
Black Widow and Brown Recluses. And like, oh, nice. That's why there's so many of them here. So we have we have stopped killing them because apparently we need their support. Yes, do not yeah, kill them. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy, right? That's right. Yes. They're we your have, ally. We have a room called the Blue Room. The Blue Room is currently buzzing. Uh, I'm telling the uh, contractors tomorrow, get rid of the ceiling, figure out where this nest is, and remove it. <laughs> because the Blue Room is where the Ukrainians have decided that they want to set up shop. Mm-hmm. And by set up shop, they, they basically put a mattress on the floor and said, this is where we'll sleep. And I was like, this, we're, we're, you're no longer in war-torn Yugoslavia. We, we have beds. <laughs> you can... We, can, we can actually go to what they call a furniture store and get you things off the floor. We That's literally right. have beds for them. Yeah. This, is, this isn't even a joke. We have we have clothes, beds, what running water, electricity, mm-hmm. air conditioning. I mean, food for their cat. Yes, this is things that they should not have to worry about. And yet, this is what's going on. I I don't understand. They they're like, we don't want to be a burden. Put us to work. Every the uh, the contractors have have made the comment that uh, the, one of the contractors, the one who feels comfortable enough to talk to me all the time. He said, how old is your niece? And I said, 30. And he was like, the guy thinks she's 16, which is why they're all keeping away from her. Don't let him know <laughs> that, <laughs> that she's that old. I said, don't worry, I won't. But it's amazing. So so wait a second. Um, your niece has a cat. Yes. You're allergic to cats. I am. Deathly allergic. H- how's that working out? Why show cat loves him? <laughs> She's trying to kill him. No, no, but I mean, anybody comes Doesn't in that he... has an allergy, she's right over to him. I I don't understand. I have mold, dust, uh, drywall dust. These are all things that will make me look like I am on my deathbed after smoking for ninety years. Mm. But over here, I'm snorting it like cocaine. And I do not have a problem. Things are good in the Republic. That's why. I, I don't. I mean, it's godly living. Your 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 innards are being protected by the Lord. I don't. I really don't understand. The only thing I can think of is that I was plagued, and and someone told me to move, and I said no. I can make it here, and slowly but surely, everything became poisonous. I I even ate cheesecake. On an empty stomach. Whoa! I said, hold the phone. I said, I said this is this is gonna hurt. You know, I actually have some two percent milk with no cereal, and and I'm I'm gonna go for broke, and just <laughs> drink a whole bunch of it and see what happens. And if my body just goes like, you know, things are fine now, then then I will truly say that Maryland was a curse for me, and I need to listen to uh, what what the Almighty is telling me to do uh, more closely. I, yep. I totally agree. Like the Almighty wanted me to tell people about the uh, the miracle of the tr- the non-exploding uh, uh, truck. Absolutely. And tell people, so the, so the miracle happened over and over until I got the message. He must look down at us, Chief, and go, man, those guys are dense. 
Well, we're a thick-headed, what is a thick-necked lot, right? Isn't that the phrase? Stiff, a stiff-necked stiff-necked people. Lot. Yes, a yeah. stiff-necked people. <sighs> I have to go back to work tomorrow, guys. First time in 16 days. Not sure what yeah. uh, How's that going to compare to the, um, uh, well, let's call it a travel experience. Crunch. Oh, yes, my travel experience. Yeah. I mean, because so, so, it started so, off, I'm, I'm surprised you weren't doing <laughs> violence before you left the country. Given given the the swell. Well, okay, so so here's here's the funny thing about the trip. Uh, for those of you who are not on the inside baseball kind of thing, uh, I've just got back from a ten day tour of Ireland and London, England, uh, organized about two years ago by my son's high school. Apparently, they do these trips all over the place. They're actually planning on going to the Galapagos Islands next year and Egypt the year after. <clears throat> I won't be going on either of those trips. But I um, can't imagine why. <laughs> uh, they were supposed to go to Italy, and it got canceled because of COVID. Um, that would have been a great trip. But anyway, so um, so we we you know we we paid our money you know and um, and I took the two weeks of uh, leave, and um, it's, it, through an organization, um, a travel um, company uh, called Explorica, and I and I used the name. <clears throat> um, mostly because I want to to use it as a cautionary tale. Um, <laughs> now, there were a, a few things that were not Explorica's fault and a few things that were. But suffice it to say, overall, it was a wonderful trip. I'm glad I went. Really enjoyed Ireland. I sort of enjoyed England. I would have enjoyed it more if certain things in England weren't happening. I'll get to those in a little bit. Um Ireland, unfortunately, the trip to Ireland started off on a bad note. Uh, we had to travel out of Dulles International Airport, which is far enough, very far from where I live. Um, we got to the airport very early uh, because of some logistical reasons, only to find out that the good folks at United Airlines had canceled our flight. <clears throat> and then they rescheduled us on a different flight. And then they canceled that one. And... Um, so at that point, they offered to put us on a bus and drive us because we were really only flying from Dulles to Newark, New Jersey. And then there was a flight in the afternoon from Newark to Dublin, Ireland. Um, that's right. You were going to spend. That should have been the first hint right yeah, there. What? The, I was yeah. going through New Jersey that this was all yeah. doomed. Yeah. 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 I the mean, this is the flight back what, was nonstop. What's their uh, three letter trigraph over there at Ewer, or, or at uh, Newark? I have no idea. It's Ewer. <laughs> really? Ewer? E-W-R. Ewer. Oh, ewer. Um, Anything that starts like that, it should be a cautionary tale. I, I mean, honestly, you should have known. I should have Jersey known. should have been enough. <laughs> well, true. Yes. It's the Garden State. You know. If you, if oh, you... yeah. It's the Garden State. Sure. How you doing? Garden State. I yeah, get your what, garden right here, pal. What What are they growing in this garden? <laughs> toxic metals um it's not the not the greenery they're growing out there in colorado i tell you that <laughs> well yeah there's a lot of people happy about what they're growing in colorado aren't they everybody i met in colorado was happy just high. high on life mm. oh my god even the people running the coffee shops which i don't totally understand they were contact high um, John Denver, baby. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he, he got so high he forgot how to build a plane, but that's another story. Um, that's right. 
<laughs> Gravity. Planes fly like a rock without gas. Just saying. Apparently, yes. Ultra light becomes not so light. Um, where was I? Oh, right. So we got to Newark, and uh, we on the bus. On the bus, yes. Instead three, of spending the ride. whole. It, well, instead really, of the original plan, which was to spend the whole day in Newark, in the airport. Right. So the good news is I spent much less time in Newark. The bad news is, you know, I, I sat around in Dulles for hours, and then sat around for on a bus for hours. But uh, we made it to Newark. Uh, we made it to Newark with about two and a half hours to go. So we weren't in Newark all that long. Yay. Uh, the flight over to Dublin was without issue. Um. The um, the hotel that we were supposed to stay in <clears throat> on our first night, first two nights in Dublin, um, they canceled our reservation because apparently um, this uh, this chain of hotels in Europe called Ibis I B I S is kind of like the Holiday Inn of Europe, and um, they book the large group traveling things at discount rate. But supposedly somewhere in their contract, if they can fill the place with people who are willing to pay full price, they can cancel the group at the last minute. What fun. Um, which which because you have you do not have the luck of the Irish. Hmm. Apparently I do, though, because here's what happened. So uh, so Ibis canceled on us. So they had to book us in another hotel, which was slightly out of town, about 40 minutes, but was a beautiful golf resort. So I had a really, really nice room in a little town called Trim, Ireland. And Trim also has its own castle, because apparently castles are everywhere in Ireland. Um, the, uh, the tour guide, lovely na lady named Pauline, was telling me they have a phrase, the ABCs of touring uh, in Ireland. And ABC stands for another bloody castle or another bloody church. <laughs> because apparently there's a lot of both. <clears throat> Um, so, uh, yeah, so I have, uh, you know, I, I've, I've gotten, uh, my, my full measure of, uh, castle, um, searching and dwelling and, but we did, uh, let's see, we, we started off in Dublin. We, um, let's see, we went from Dublin to Galway and in Galway, uh, we then, um, we saw this beautiful, um, grand, it's now kind of a museum um tourist attraction kind of the interior has been left in 17 18th century 18 i'm sorry 18th century um motifs and it, you know how what life was like but this place is beautiful i think i sent you guys the big castle pictures it's the one that has the big tall mountain right behind it um, i'll include the picture for, for the folks um we then went off to um limerick and went to the uh, Cliffs of Moor, which is ginormously tall cliffs uh, right on the Atlantic. Uh, we stopped in Killarney and saw a demonstration of border collies and the billions and billions of sheep over there in Ireland. Um, there are more sheep than people in Ireland, apparently. Okay, okay. so oh, what? because you just said that, I have some interesting uh, statistics that no one else will ever care about. The, po <laughs> okay. the population in Ireland is mm -hmm. 4.995 million. Right. While the population of Texas is 28.64 million. The sure. number of churches in Ireland is 4,000, mm -hmm. while the number of churches in Texas is 27,848. 
Right. Wow. I don't I don't know how many sheep there are. <laughs> now, now here's the interesting thing. Do you have the square miles of Ireland versus Texas? Because I'm interested to see what the church density is, like, you know, churches per square mile or square miles per church, that kind of thing. Yes. Because actually. we saw a lot of churches. So uh, Ireland is 32.595 square miles. I'm sorry? It's a little bigger than that. 32 square miles? No, 32,595. Oh, okay. That's, that's a big difference. 595, got it. And then uh, Texas is 268,597 square miles. Okay, so I'm going to do a little quick calculation here. And I'm going to say 268,597 divided by 32. Is that, is that a cricket I hear in the background? <laughs> eight and a quarter times bigger. Okay. And what was the, what was the churches again? There are 4,000 churches in Ireland, mm -hmm. and there are 27,848 churches in Texas. Okay, without even doing the math, actually, I think we said 27, says 27, it's only six. So there's actually more churches per unit um, area in Ireland because yes. Texas is, six is eight times bigger, but only has six times as many churches. See how that works? Uh, so it would be seven because it's almost 28,000. Okay. Okay. Eight and a quarter versus seven. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. I mean, your, your statement is still true that right. uh, they have we more did math. Capital. Oh, my gosh. We did math. Okay. Anyway. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so, and so, that so. ends our Geeks Corner segment for today. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll tell you, though, the Border Collies, amazing. So you're talking about this one particular farm had 20,000 hectares and I, I think i forgot what the, the translation is but it works out to i think it works out to like a hundred thousand um acres and um they have lots of sheep and they have multiple farmers have groups of have their groups of sheep on the same land and the border collies don't hear all they hear are whistle commands because yelling at them from long distances doesn't work, but the whistles travel forever. And the whistle commands are so specific, it's like you're driving the dog. Go left, go right, stop, back up, forward, quickly, slowly, you know, walk around, all these. And all, all the dog is hearing is tweet, 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 tweet. It's like a little Morse code thing. And that dog is out there, and he is just wrangling this bunch of sheep. And it's funny, the guy says, the sheep... Because sheep can't look up, sheep don't see humans as anything because we're you know they don't see our face, right? But they see the border collies look a lot like wolves, so they'll pay attention to the border collies. And the dogs, he had this one group of dogs. Yeah, I'm sorry, two dogs, and he had one of them go down to this. There's about fifty or sixty sheep that was maybe about I don't know a thousand yards from us. Go down, wrangle them all through this brush, through this one walkway, all the way up into the pen. And he never had to touch an animal, and he never had to touch the dog. It was all with this little whistle in his mouth. It was amazing. <clears throat> and then they did a sheep shearing, and the guy sheared the entire sheep. I, I timed it. He did an entire sheep in 63 seconds. Wow. One piece. The whole thing came off in one piece. 
It was it was uh, yeah. and then they get uh, they get stamped with this um, this red dye that shows uh, what um, what farm they're from. Oh, what... that's where that circle that red circle came from. Yeah, that's all. Like, red, that's dye. It's a vegetable like, man, dye. That, that was that was some abusive stuff going on with the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's um that's not good there. Yeah. Another fun fact: uh, mm-hmm. as of 2018, Ireland had 3.73 million sheep. Spread across thirty-five thousand one hundred eighty-six flocks. Uh, they That's were a lot of sheep. Yeah, they were in the mountainous regions of Donegal, Galway, Mayo, Kerry, and Wicklow. <clears throat> well, I saw the ones. I saw the ones in Galway for sure. Um, Galway. Um, Sorry. <clears throat> no problem. Uh, made it to Blarney Castle. Um, I was the only one of my family to make it all the way to the top of the tower. I did not, repeat, did not kiss the Blarney Stone. Because even our tour guy went, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a thing. Why what, not? What, kissing the Blarney Stone? Yes, I've, I've oh, never heard of it. Kissing the Blarney Stone gives you the gift of gab. And I'm like, one, I already have it. Um, people keep telling me to shut up, so I must have it. Um, and, and secondly... Um, yeah, apparently the locals um, use it for target practice, if you know what I mean. You know, after a beer or two or three. Wow, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you and the way to kiss the Blarney Stone is you have to get on your back, and basically lean out of a hole and arch your back so that basically, if you looked straight up for your eyes, you'd be looking down at the ground, which is about. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. At that point, in the, you're probably about 300 feet in the air. <laughs> it's it's a little unnerving for some folks. And the only way to get up there is to go up this spiral staircase, which at I'll tell you guys, medieval spiral staircases, a step is basically like a pizza pie, a pizza uh, shape thing, right? So it's point, you know, one point and then curved out. At the widest point on this step, I could only get the ball of my foot. That's how small these stairs were. So I'm doomed. Uh, well, okay. So you and I are traditionally built people. Yes. And there is one place where I literally had to go into shallow breathing in order to get up the rest of the staircase. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm just foot size alone. I mean, what what's your shoe size? <clears throat> Eleven. Okay. Fourteen. <laughs> yeah. What's you'd your been, what? You'd have been you'd have been doing that toe dance, right? What what's your width? Uh, standard. Uh, no D. Quadruple E. Wow. That's, yeah, okay, yeah, you wouldn't, <laughs> clown shoes. <laughs> I just wear the boxes, usually. <laughs> That's some big feet, sir. Good man, you know what they, um, so, big so, shoes, big, <laughs> big, big shoes, big socks. Right, That's what they part. say. Exactly. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Um, so we, we, uh, we were over there for eight days and then we took a short flight on Aer Lingus airline and uh and landed in london we landed at um gatwick airport and we had a two-day stay in wembley i literally could walk to wembley stadium from uh, from the hotel which is good because there was a lot of walking involved while in england because uh, i don't know it's not a really big story over here but it's all over the news over there um the um municipal workers are all on strike so um, the bus services are on strike, and the guys that run the London Tube are on strike. 
And um, it's an interesting strike because some days things work and some days things don't. Some days, some things work only part of the day. You know, it's like uh, we've been informed that, you know, the strike will begin today on the tube at 5 p.m. So make sure you're off the off the train by five. It's like, OK, so um, we uh, we had basically uh, planned a four hour bite, uh, bus tour through London um, only to find that the bus got canceled. So uh, we took the London tube from Wembley into London proper and uh, were met by a guide who gave us a walking tour, which to be honest with you, I like walking tours better than bus tours. Yes, sitting on your, your rear is a little bit easier. However, if you've ever tried to take pictures out of a bus window, you know that, oh, look, missed that shot, you know. Uh, so being able to walk around and take pictures, and I took a lot of pictures. I think I took five, 460 pictures in 10 days, something like that. I think that the count is, I got to go do the full count again, but yeah. Yeah, I, I had to go buy more uh, uh, more cards for the hurricane because she filled them up. I um I brought my phone with me, which I originally hadn't planned to do, but I went ahead and, and bid it, and it, I'm glad I did because my phone takes amazing pictures. My phone is kind of crappy as a phone, but it's an amazing camera. Well, I, I may be getting a better phone uh, because uh, my phone's not nearly as amazing as yours. Oh, really? It, it and it's on flight 1068 from uh, United <laughs> Airlines over at Dulles. Oh, so you're tracking it. <laughs> I left it on the plane, and that was the last ping last night. So I, I sent a, a, I filled out a form for United. We, um, yeah, we had a, we had a few losses. I lost my very favorite sunglasses um, while in London. Uh, we were at a place called the Market. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Market. It's a giant open air market where they sell just about everything: produce, meats, cured meats. Um, all kinds of, um, basically anything you can possibly find to eat. And it's literally in this area underneath the elevated subway system. And it's it, nearby is good restaurants and shops and stuff like that. But it's, it's kind of a gathering place. And, and, uh, we had, we had just finished the walking tour and we were kind of on our own for lunch. And at this point, you know, I've already walked about three or four miles and it's hot. Um, strange weather in Ireland and England. Um, most of the time, that place is in the 50s and 60s and rainy. We saw rain for about an hour on one day and the rest of the time was sunny and 70 plus. And people were going, what is going on here? I'm like, well, maybe it's me. I don't know. Brought some good weather with me because as soon as we left, Ireland, it started raining. And as soon as we left London, it started raining. So I don't know. But um, so we we're all hot. And those sweaty. were those were angels tears at your departure. Oh, that's sweet. Look at you. Um, but I did get to ride the London tube and I rode right by Baker Street. You know, Baker Street, right? I, I do. 221 B. Well, I, I was thinking the song, you know. OK. You know the song, right? Even no. better. Yes. Right. Is that I, another reference the, you don't know, Chief? These are all it's, it's, a, it, it's a 70s uh, song. Yeah. So there was a guy named Jerry Rafferty. And um, he was part of a group called Steeler's Wheel. And they had yes. just put out a very, very uh, popular uh, album with a very high-ranking single. Uh, Here I am stuck in the middle with you, right? Clou right? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, you know. 
and uh, he decided he didn't want to be in the band anymore. Um, so his uh, his uh, production production company said, uh, "Yeah, but you can't produce any solo work for a year because we you know we're, we've just released the album and you would be competing with yourself." Um, so he got an apartment in, on Baker Street, and he would just write, and that the song. Baker Street is one of the songs he wrote during that time. <clears throat> anyway, little weird trivia s- stuff that I know. I don't know why. Good uh, song. You'd, you'd, it you'd like it. Song. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm glad you had um, a good uh, uh, dining experiences and weather experiences. We did as well. Um, so Colorado is now on the list for Hurricane and I to retire to. Even with the least less oxygen. I mean, you know, you got to figure that in. I'll get used to it. Because even there were a couple of days when the temperature got up to 90. Most days it was between 70 and 80. And the humidity was 20%. Nice. At 90, the Coloradans are going, God, it's hot. And I go, you you boys don't know hot. (laughs) (laughs) We, We ate outside literally every meal where it was possible. Nice. If the coffee shop had outdoor tables, that's where we were. Um, and I even went, well, we'll have to look this one up, uh, Crutch, because I, I didn't think of it till just now. Mm-hmm. But we were in a little town. Uh, it's it's one of the kind of artsy suburbs of Denver called Arvada. A-R-V-A-D-A, I believe. And they have an old town. Well, you can see that, you know, some of the restaurants didn't make it through the pandemic, but a lot of them did, including one called either the Denver Beer Company or the Colorado Beer Company. It's an old gas station and in one of the bay. And so they have like, like 50 different taps of beer crutch. Mm-hmm. You'd have gone out of your mind. <laughs> I know I went out of my mind. And then they have a food truck. The food truck is an Airstream trailer parked inside the bay. Oh, sweet. Where they, where it was just is weird dogs everywhere. Most pet friendly place I've ever been. And if you come in and sit down with your dog, I watch the servers bring over uh, uh, dishes of water for the dogs. Um, yeah, and that was so one we, of the we things get... I noticed over in, in in Ireland and England is a lot of people bringing their animals into the hotels, and I'm like, okay, that's a completely yep. different thing. Yep that hap- that happened out in we the, don't allow uh, that in... here in Maryland. It's okay in Colorado. It is also okay in Texas, <laughs> as there are always dogs at the Home Depot, and one of the things, as you were mentioning, temperatures. I think we were up to 108 today, and, and <laughs> I was I was like, as as soon as the sweat was on, it was it started to evaporate. I was like, man, this is great. Yeah, and it was. I I was doing work. At, we have a room called the Wood Room in our house, uh, right. which doubles as a sauna because <laughs> it's got it's it's sealed, and I turned off the AC, and I was able to work. And I was like, all the toxins have left my body. My headache is gone. Wow. And I, I feel amazing now. Do you still wear a jacket? Uh, I needed to before the it, it hit the triple digits. I was actually complaining about it. But as soon as I got in, and you know, you know those times when you look across the horizon and you can see like the heat just coming off of yeah, anything. Yeah, the basically the, the wobbly wobbly from the heat, yes. Yes. Well, as that was happening to everyone around me, I, <laughs> I was like, "This, this is where I belong." I'm so happy for you. I truly am. Yeah. 
I, I got to tell you, I had uh, roaring trout streams up in the mountains. We were in several mountain communities. It was it was awesome. Oh, by the way, the the, the beer company that I mentioned, the day we went there, mm-hmm. we go to the food truck. We're going to get, um, they had uh, bison burgers, which I thought, well, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. And them. the dudes. Eat them here. I don't know, because the dude looks at us and he goes, I am so sorry, before you even think about ordering, the truck didn't arrive today. <gasps> he goes, so all I have are grilled cheese sandwiches and French fries. Hello, you know, Carl's to go, my to, old friend. Yeah, to go with the 57 kinds of beer they have. <laughs> yes, beer and cheese. Well, and that's not a bad thing. I felt bad for the guy, but he was honest. And I went, why don't you just put something together that you would like on a grilled cheese to kind of, you know, jazz it up a little. And I'll eat it like that. And and Hurricane did the same thing. There you go. And he gave, for me, he gave um, onions, avocado, and poblano peppers. Mm. I said, keep this on the menu. He goes, what's your name? I told him. He goes, we'll, we'll name it after you. <laughs> wow. Wow. There's a goon. So burger. I guess you could go there and order the goon. And and I had a Sweet. local craft beer because Colorado is apparently the craft <laughs> beer republic of the United States. Yeah, I fell in love with uh, an Irish beer and um, I, there is absolutely no chance I'm going to get it here in the United States, which is really a shame. I mean, I like Guinness, and I had a Guinness, I had a pint of Guinness in a proper Irish pub. I got you know bought you know, put that one on the check, but I found this other beer that was just um, it's called Smittigans. Like the name. I'm sorry, is it Smith? No, it's Smithwick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Still uh, like Smittix. It's pronounced Smittix. It's spelled Smithwicks, but it's um it's uh, Smittix Irish Ale. And, Irish uh, can't pronounce things. I, well, that's duh. Um, and well, it's red, it, that's only and that, it was just that's awesome. only been since they invented the distillation process. After that, it was harder to pronounce things. Right. But I'm trying to find out whether or not I can get it here in the United States. And I've got to tell you guys, I fought, I fought my inner impulses to begin with me Irish brogue while I was out there. Um, we did a tour of of Trinity College, and. Um, Oh, you sent us some lovely photos. Yeah. So Trinity College is an amazing, amazing facility. Um, But for that part of our tour of uh, of Ireland, um, we had a a walking tour, a guy who specializes in that particular town, and his name was Michael. Of course it was, you know. Um, And Michael was very energetic, um, and he was a fast walker and a fast talker. And one of the kids... Um, and I say kid only because he's younger than me, because he's a giant. He's um, apparently, I didn't realize this, but a good portion of the Irish stock is actually Viking because the Vikings settled Dublin first. They're the ones that named it Dublin. It means, I think it means white water in, in, in Norse. Um, Figures white would be in there. Well, of course, you know, come on. Have you seen why the do you Irish? Think he Come went. on. Have you seen the Irish? Um, Chief, why do, why do you think he went? Hey, look, I just, it's funny you mentioned that because of, mm-hmm, as, mm-hmm. As, as we, no, if this is not, don't worry, it's not directed in, in that area. Mm-hmm. When, when we were in, when we were eating today, uh, there was a person that came out and I said, this must be the Texas template because it was a uh, nice, 
tall female with incredibly pale skin and auburn slash reddish hair. Mm-hmm. And I said, everyone I meet seems to fit this thing. And as, as she walked away, another one came in. And then we went to another spot, and there they were again. I was like, holy smoke. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Stepford Wives. <laughs> it's, You're going it to have to hold me back when I'm coming to visit you. It's, it's a template. I was like, why, why, is, why are they all 5'10 up? Wow. And they all look the exact, well, I'm, proportionally. I'm, I'm a lost cause. I, I'm going to have to get on a rack or something. Um, no, so anyway, so uh, so um, so this this young gentleman who's uh, graduated with my son, so he's he's turning eight. He turned eighteen on the eighteenth while we were there. So his you know his family was making a big deal about him getting his first drink in Ireland, you know, land of his roots and all that. So he's he's having a, a, a conversation with uh, with Michael, and uh, he says he's trying to work on his Irish brogue, and, and his, his Irish came out sounding more like Scottish. And I I flipped on my Irish. And I said, you know, if you really want to sound Irish, you have to speak a little more like this, and you'll you'll sound you'll fit in a little better. And Michael looked at me and goes, "But you're not from here, are you?" And I went, "No." <laughs> he says, "But that's not too bad." I was like, "Well, thank you." So I um, I I, I, I was I, I was very worried about offending everybody. So I'm like really parsing my words and speaking very clearly in my American ease. Because, you know, as soon as we got to England, I wanted to start talking like this, and I knew I'd just get in trouble if I started this. <laughs> you sound a little Liverpudlian, you know? Um, but uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was delightful hearing all the accents. Um, I love listening to people talk. And, uh, boy, they talk fast, though. Holy cow. That oh. is a... I, I know, I know your, your ventures into those of West Texas, and a lot of people here... They they have those accents of which the uh, Ukrainians go. I don't understand them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's like I, I don't understand how you understand. You, I think it's English, but these words don't make any sense. Well, then you get into a whole set of phrases that are just completely and totally Texas, and you know, because they're always fixing to do something. Right? Oh, that that was the uh, the most apropos thing that you had ever told me because <laughs> they literally are fixing. <laughs> To do anything of of significance, it is fixing. That's right. I'm fixing to have a good breakfast this morning. I truly am. <laughs> and, and speaking speaking of breakfast, Coloradans put uh, peppers in everything. Well, yeah, like the Denver omelet is. God, it's mostly peppers. It's awesome. They had <laughs> a they had a jelly for your toast mm-hmm. that I tried the first morning I was there. Well, they had two jellies. One was a raspberry jelly, fresh fresh made very delicious the other was sort of greenish and i tried it it was candied um jalapenos holy cow there you go that's what i said too when i took a bite golly (laughs) so there's a there's a one of the contractors here Mm -hmm. uh because everyone is related to everyone uh and and not i hope not in that bad way i can't tell yet but uh (laughs) moonshine is one thing so as you were talking about well the you know the place for craft beers the irish whiskey and all that kind of stuff and i was like yeah clear absinthe and stuff that burns your face uh, is apparently what comes here but one day he came in with a mason jar and he said y'all like hot food and i was like not on your life he said then you won't want none of this and he opened it up and it was hard for me to breathe and i was like what on earth and he was like yeah this is our this is Texas salsa. 
And I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it's lava. <laughs> and so I'm thinking ghost or scorpion peppers? I don't uh, uh Reapers? Oh, I don't I mean, oh. oh my god, Carolina Reapers. And it was oh. in a jelly. It was some kind of jam that he was mm-hmm. that he was dealing. Now now I think I this, think that's napalm, Chief. <laughs> this is the same guy who has three cans of dip around our house. So <laughs> he's always talking with half of his uh, lips stuck out, and oh, wow. he won't clean up after himself, and he carries <laughs> around his little spit cup. Yeah, and oh, that's nice. That's a, you know, that's that's classy. Uh, it's, yeah. it's what it is is amazing, Kate. That's what it is. <laughs> so the Carolina Reaper, one point six four one million Scoville units. For Yikes. those of you who don't understand the Scoville unit, take that number, and that's how many drops of water are needed to to um counteract one drop of the thing you're measuring that's how that's that's how that unit works in case you're wondering i didn't know that yeah <laughs> so here's the thing holy guacamole why, batman why do people one why do people do this kind of stuff and two endorphins uh, but <laughs> i i don't know I mean, no, no, really. I'm the, um, eating spicy foods um, releases endorphins uh, just about as good as any good narcotic. You know, <clears throat> I, I, I'm gonna press X to doubt on that, <laughs> and, and I will say, um, this particular gentleman is uh, is one of the the nicest fellows. Uh, I don't know his his wife's name or even if it is his wife because he only refers to her as my old lady so well and okay. i know so in the 70s that was the term you used for your wife yeah all right well or girlfriend the, too i guess yeah that's true okay the the 70s is where the, the time zone that we're in <laughs> right now or i should say time period mm-hmm. you know with lack of internet and other things that, <laughs> that the rest of the world has but uh he uh, he knew that i was looking for fruit trees mm-hmm. and so he said hey i know you're looking for them fruit trees uh why don't you call these people and i was like what people the people on my shirt and it said it said hootens and i was like you ever been there nah do they even sell fruit trees i don't know why don't you give them a call I'm like why are you why are you telling me this <laughs> then now i had been all around in a 60 mile radius uh, of all the places that i knew mm-hmm. and i go to hootens once and there's a man with no teeth and a cigarette uh, out of the side of his mouth mm-hmm. and he's like i know i know all about trees and i know about birds and that man gave me all the fruit trees i needed told me how to take care of them awesome. he said I, he said i may miss out on this sale but i'm telling you right now you don't put them fruit trees in that garden you hear you gotta you gotta wait to at least a, a month that begins with r and if you want the real thing <laughs> you go to the a&m website and you go look at that and they'll tell you how to take care of it and sure enough, everything that man said was accurate. Wow. And they're they're sitting in my potted plants or potters, whatever those things are, right. until September. I will put them in the ground, and next year I will have fruit. Outstanding. Yeah, I tell you, uh, while Carolina Reapers are probably more spice than I needed, it would have been nice to have some spices, like even salt and pepper. Um, Irish food tends to be a little on the... Um, bland side um i really enjoyed breakfast there an irish breakfast is an amazing thing to come to behold it is a lot of food which i think is right up your alley uh chief you know um usually it's eggs 
sausage links, baked beans, um, a, uh, a a fried uh, tomatoes. Yep. Yeah, and, that's a that's um, a British thing too. And uh, uh, potatoes uh, sometimes. Um, black and white pudding. You know, this is not the kind of pudding Americans pudding. This is a uh, this is basically a a, a meat and uh, uh, blood and um, mostly barley oat uh, mixture that is uh, formed into um, a tube and then sliced into discs. Uh, black has more blood than the white does. <clears throat> Both are very tasty, um, but that's just me. Yeah, um, well, no, no, it's not yeah. just you. Black pudding is has a kind of a sweetness to it that yes. is uh, unexpected. But and and much like the Canadians, they have no idea what they mean with bacon. They handed me something and said it was bacon. I said, no, this is very thinly sliced ham. Much like that round circle thing that McDonald's passes off as Canadian bacon. That is <laughs> right. That, that's not even meat, so we won't go there. But <laughs> it, it's more meat than beyond meat, but not by much. Yeah. So yeah. my question is, did you have haggis? No, because I didn't go to Scotland. They don't serve it in Ireland. It's not. It's not a big thing in Ireland. No. I didn't say it was a big thing. I was just wondering. I mean, you were in the general vicinity. No, no. I, you know, I there there was a place. Okay, so there was a place called Taco Mama, and I didn't have tacos <laughs> in Ireland either. And I was much closer to that. Um, Yes, that's that. That is that is good. Although I got to tell you, I I have a picture, and I and I, one of the stops we're at had a um, Papa John's, and Papa John's has an Irish breakfast pizza, and everything that I mentioned just now for the Irish breakfast is on the pizza, and I went, that's wrong. I, I remember seeing there's black no pudding. tomato sauce on your pizza and it's not a white pizza. It's, it's an Irish pizza. Yeah. It was just, whew. yeah. Goodness. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, the, the, the lack of, uh, I, I guess, awareness, taco mama, uh, reminds me of the, the Ukrainians made a burrito and it's, uh, it looks like a burrito mm-hmm. and the, the, the guy here, uh, who was trying to be nice because uh, one of the contractors is Latino and, and everyone else is, is, we'll just call them locals. <laughs> and, and he goes, I know Ukrainians can make tacos. And I was like, why wouldn't they be able to? And he said, well, tacos are normally uh, one of the Mexican dishes. And I said, well, first it's a burrito, not a taco. <laughs> and which caused the Latino to just burst out laughing and turn around. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, second, you know, with a, uh, it's a good book. You can make whatever you want. And he goes, "Oh, I see how it is." <laughs> but <laughs> I can't. I mean, no, no one. There are no in my local area. There are no Taco Bells, but there is a Don Pablo's, a Two Sisters, uh, or uh, Dos Hermanas. I mean, it, there's there's stuff in Spanish where they only speak Spanish. Uh, there is taquerias. Where I went in there, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dang it, I'm uh, I gotta go bake in the sun a little bit more because I just got ignored completely, like I wasn't there." Wow, <laughs> wow, uh, yeah, that was that was quite funny for a little bit. <laughs> it's good times, man. Yeah, so um, so I'm glad to be back. Uh, I'll be going back to work tomorrow. Uh, 
Sorry to hear I, that. I, the chief I am will too. Not. <laughs> remember to sign me in late. I will remember to sign you in late, and um, and uh, hopefully we'll be uh, getting back on a regular schedule. I don't have anything else planned for I don't know a month and a half. I'm are you going anywhere, Goon? I think we're, uh, we're in town for the next couple of weeks, right? Yeah, we are. Uh, I have a um a, a weekend in August where I have to go help the goon child. But other than that, no. Oh, um, I do have a couple of uh, uh, of announcements. Uh, be sure to wish Hurricane a happy birthday. Her birthday is tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, Hurricane. Oh, thank you. That reminds me. Um, uh, I have a very old friend who I'm going to call Lou. Cause that's what I call her. <clears throat> and uh, and she is five weeks younger than me, which means she just celebrated her birthday last Thursday. And she's now the big 6-0. Uh, so, and she might be a new listener. I've given her the information and, uh, so happy birthday, Lou. Happy birthday, uh, hurricane. Yes. And, and, um, and, and, and fire marshal bill, uh, now has new letters after his name. He now has the letters, uh, uh, N R P nationally registered paramedic. He graduated from school. And he's already had a first few calls as a uh, a fully licensed paramedic. Well, there you go. Future son-in-law material. I'm saying nothing because, you know, he listens to the show and he'll tell the goon child and she'll call and yell at me. Well, she can yell at me because I, I have caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for a cheesecake. I'm just saying. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Sounds like a sore subject. Oh. No, not a sore subject. Um, we have to get him. I have to get him a cheesecake. How do we do that? <laughs> uh, hand delivered at this point. At this, at point. this point, no, it has to be hand delivered. <laughs> wow, I'm actually you okay with that. Like I said, like I said, uh, hmm. only this one short trip in August and nothing till October for me. Yeah, I mean, go. I don't um, unless you like triple digits and people literally <laughs> passing out on the sidewalk <laughs> as they try to walk to their car. Uh, you may want to wait until it's like a, a month that has an R in it. And, and the, the weather should be more accommodating to your traditionally built statures. I'll, I'll be honest with you. The thing that freaked me out the most about Ireland is I didn't realize how far North it was. So when you've got the sun coming up at five and not going down till 1030, you're like, does it ever get dark here? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, it's been very nice having nights and just sleeping nights. And, and I'm sure those are in, in Texas as well. And we may have to do, wouldn't that be cool? We'll just do all three of us in the same room doing the show. That'd be just freakish. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, there are could, big rooms here. And hopefully not with mud daubers. So there's that. No, well, you want the mud daubers. Huh? Yeah, I can't guarantee that. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, folks, uh, we wish you a fond, happy week, and we will see you again next week. And with that, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Crutch's Travel Challenge Service. Who wants to vacation where everything goes well? Crutch will make sure challenges occur in your trip allowing to you to use your people skills and ingenuity to uh, resolve and overcome. Approved by Gunny Hightower. And 
Goons, Mile High Adventures, travel in peace because in green Colorado, they like to shoot guns and smoke weed. They worry about nothing and you can too. Not responsible for firearm mishaps above 14,000 feet. And Chief's Ultra Mega Serene Adventures, leave all your stress and worry behind. Say howdy and set a spell with the Chief. All trips in the Republic of Texas. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole LLC. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.